I hope you've had a chance to listen to part one of this interview on BizBytes. Stay tuned now for part two. Welcome to BizBytes, brought to you by Com Together, helping businesses like yours build their brand through telling amazing stories to engage and grow audiences on multiple platforms. Um, I, I wanted to take a little bit of a different tack now for, for a moment. Um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about your background uh, yes. and where it all started for you, because I know you sort of talked about the, the business starting with your with your mum, and I know it's become a bit of a family business. But take me back to how did how did you go when you were in school or in university? Where where did you go? Where was the idea of where you were going at that point? Yeah, it's really interesting, actually. I, I think uh, I always had uh, a connection to doing something with people. Um, for When I think back to when I was in year nine, year 10, doing work experience, I thought family law was the place that I wanted to be. And I actually did my work experience with a family lawyer and I, I got a, a bit of a taste of that environment. And I thought, well, I'm not sure whether this is it, actually. And so um, I always had a, a passion for presenting and trying Training, always enjoyed, you know, standing up and, and you know, giving a lesson. In fact, I, I think when I was a child, I, I used to be one of those kids that got all the cousins together and we'd put on a performance for all the relatives, you know. So I've always been interested in training and, and performing and, and, you know, educating and inspiring. And so um, to be honest with you, it was, it was a bit of an interesting thing that sent me into selling because, uh, years and years ago, my mum, Teresa, uh, actually had a very successful Nutramedics business. For anyone who doesn't remember Nutramedics or know of Nutramedics, it's a, uh, a direct selling um, skincare uh, range. And so mum built a team of some 275 people in her downline. And uh, I used to attend all of the meetings and see all the cosmetics. And one day I decided to take her kit to school and I started doing a demonstration at school. And I did some parties for my friends' mums and I actually became a sales leader at 14 years old with Nutramedic. Wow. So, um, you know, and achieved some pretty great results, uh, you know, doing that. So I sort of had a, a bit of a knack for selling and, and the sales process very early on. Uh, and that sort of went away for a little while and I studied some other areas. I was very interested in org psych and, uh, and HR and um, then fell into business-to-business -business sales role and then started developing my, my career from there. So it's been a bit of an interesting journey, but I think uh, underneath all of that, the, the sales process and the presenting and training has always been a bit of a passion, consciously and unconsciously. <laughs> I'm going to say, well, there are probably two things coming out there. Firstly, I mean, I, I know the big influence that your mum was obviously had on, had on you and and uh, and in establishing the business and and uh, obviously you got you you got your brother in the business as well these days and and um, I think that having family around you and the influence that that has is also um, it gives you a different perspective on on business and the way that you talk to people and listen to people, doesn't it? I think so. Yes, and and you know, I won't I won't say that it's not that it's always easy. You know, because there's a whole when we talk about the different psychologies and being influential and those sorts of things. You know, I th I think there's probably a lot of family business um, uh, people that are that are out there that can relate to this. That there's a whole brand new um, mindset that needs to come when you work, actually work with family and friends because you know there are certain. Uh, 
I would say, uh, areas where you need to be honest and and to call people on things when they're not necessarily doing what what's been agreed to or have you. And I think when you add a family dynamic on top of that, um, then you know it can sometimes be challenging for people to be open and honest or or if they don't have the right mindset. And so that's been a great journey, particularly for myself and Paul, who's our GM. Um, and uh, and being able to really work together for what's in the best interests of the business, but also have a separate relationship as brother and sister. And so, um, you know, that's a, that's been a, a great learning curve for both of us as well. And we're really glad that we've gone on that journey as well. I know it. I, I know how interesting that can be. My daughter in in uh, in the last year or so has been doing some uh, some work with me, and there's certain points where we have that. Okay, we're going to be serious now. We're going to have this rela- this relationship, and then you've got to be very clear when you're turning turning that off and going. Okay, we're now no longer work. We're going to have some fun because um, it, it is. It, you know, I grew up with my uh, my parents both worked together. Um, yes, great. Uh, so you're very familiar years. with family business. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, and and I always found that uh, that interesting dynamic because uh, the, my my parents' business, my dad was a pharmacist, so my mum was working in the pharmacy and looking after things there. But as a pharmacist, as a qualified pharmacist, it was my dad's business. Yet very clearly outside of the business, my mum was running everything. So um, <laughs> and still does. So you know, it's uh, but it is interesting how those dynamics have to work to 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 do that. Um, but I love also as well that you sort of, um, I guess that, that whole idea that now you also do, you also do a lot of uh, motivational speaking and things as well, right? That's a, a big part of what you do. And I can see that that obviously started at a very early age, right? I can imagine this, the 15 year old Shondell out there in front of everybody and that sort of transferred across onto the stage now. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think, um, you know, I was, I'll tell you an interesting story. So I've always been comfortable, uh, you know, on a stage. So I, I think family and friends would joke that it's like, give me a microphone or, or give me a stage and I'm the happiest ever. But uh, <laughs> I, I think um, I never really experienced uh what a lot of people would would call stage fright, if you like, you know. And um, a few years back, I actually did uh, some some coaching with a lady who was a keynote keynote speaker. She'd written a book, and she wanted to be able to go and do presentations on stage to promote her her book. And we have a program called Sell from Stage that we teach. And so, in my diagnostics with her, in and attempting to find out from her where the reservation was and what happens to her that she gets so anxious and fearful about being on a stage. She started to describe to me all of these different sensations going on in her body and, um, you know, sort of butterflies or, or movement in her diaphragm or stomach and, you know, sort of this feeling of wanting to, you know, wanting to move and and what have you. And as she was describing all of it to me, I, I realised that I had all the same sensations when I go out to go and present to a group of people, but the label that I assigned to it wasn't stage fright or anxiety. It was excitement and, you know, anticipation and looking forward to that. And so I think it's really interesting. We were talking about mindset a minute ago, and and I think that the way that we label our experiences can also make a difference to how much we enjoy something or how much we dislike it. And so I think I've always had that excitement, that anticipation to, uh, you know, get out there and share knowledge or, or even... You know, when I think back to I did dancing as a as a as a teenager as well, and um, you know that that art of performance and you know just entertaining people as part of that. Obviously, now we do edutainment rather than just entertainment, but uh, it, it's certainly a, a big passion, and I think it's been there for a very long time. 
Yeah, and I love that idea that it, it, it is the way you address things. And it goes with that thing we were talking about earlier about sort of the, the version of imposter syndrome. And and I love your little itty-bitty shitty committee that's uh, sitting there as well because all of these things contribute to the way you approach something. And and I know, you know, I um, have a daughter who's a performer and um, she is on stage, no nerves, loves it, goes into it, no problems, but she's had a massive problem ever doing exams. She can't do right. exams. And um, and so and it's really interesting because there's a different, it's a different um uh there's a different mindset to it. And it's yes. sometimes it's not as easy necessarily always for everyone to transform that, but it is about the way you think about things and uh, and what the way you go into it, because it is so easy to go one way or the other. Um and uh, you know. I know how many people, I mean, I, you know, how many people have joked over the years about the fact that they'd, um, when it comes to uh, a funeral, that they'd rather be in the coffin than speaking at it. And uh, it's, sure. it's, yeah. really, it's, it's really quite, that always quite amazes me um, that that's, you know, people get so afraid of speaking. And even, even in terms of the podcast that we're doing now, the amount of people that I've had conversations with and one I know just uh, yesterday with someone who was having a very lovely phone conversation said, oh, I'm really not sure about being a guest and everything. And I said, but we've just been having a conversation and it's exactly the same, but yet there's a mindset twist that happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and it, it, it's it's what what is most interesting to me about that, Anthony, is that I think it's much more easily overcome than a lot of people will allow them to imagine. You know, you can make changes as far as someone going from complete nerves and anxiety, the inability to actually speak because of that, to actually being a confident presenter, to be able to have a a confident conversation with someone. And it's not nowhere near as hard as what a lot of people think it is. So. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Although I'd have to say that there are, you know, there are people that do it really well. I think that's one of the differences that can be that uh, there's one thing is the nerves. There's another thing that that some people that uh, when they're out there and they're speaking, it's just you sit there kind of in awe and and uh, um, with the way that they can deliver something. And I I think that's what's you know, really impressive about, I know the way that you deliver things and the videos and things that I see all the time coming up of, of your stuff and anyone that hasn't followed you should definitely follow you because I think that that's, it's that confidence that, um, that comes across as well, that is really important, but knowing your stuff. I mean, I think clearly that's, you know, what we've discussed. Some of the things you had today is, is um, there's such a, an array of experience that, that you've got there and, and, taking that and turning that into these things is is where the skill lies thank you so much i really appreciate that and um and uh yeah it's it's been absolutely fantastic to be able to share some of those things with you today yeah and i just i look i just before we finish up i just wanted to ask you a couple of quick questions and one of them is is because you cover a vast array of things you've got you've got a number of sales programs and variations of them you've got your motivational speaking and you've got these other the uh the the neurolinguistic side of things as well so how do you how does all of that piece together for you in in uh in what you're doing yeah look that's a great question so so our business has had a, a, i mean it's nearly 20 years that we've been around doing what we're doing and so our business has had a few evolutions in that time in terms of you know what what our key offerings were and the, and the solid 
piece here is around the fact that we generally are working with people in the context of communication, sales, or in the context of leadership. And believe it or not, you know, leadership is a lot of selling because you're needing to, instead of selling to external clients, you're selling to your internal team, to your, you know, your upline uh, stakeholders, uh, you know, even sometimes to uh, external partners as well. And so, um, we often will work with people in in programs over time, and I'm a big, big, big believer in the fact that you don't just learn something and without implementation, it's not really actually knowing it. Uh, and so we work with people over time. But we have a couple of different ways in which people can engage with us because we totally appreciate that, you know, sometimes people's skills are at different levels. So um one of the best things to do to engage with us, though, is to um, is to read my book because there's a lot of elements in there around mindset, human behaviour, uh, and I'll make sure that I get that link to you if anybody would like to grab a, an audio version of it on us. Oh, lovely. And I, I definitely we will include lots of information in the show notes of how people can get a hold of all of those things. So we look forward to sharing that. And so just to wrap things up, I always like to ask um, guests, what is one thing that you wish everybody knew before, um, in advance that they find out in a heart moment when they start working with you that you wish that they would more people would know they're going to have that before? Oh, there's there's a couple of things, but the first one that came to mind is the one that I'll share. So I talked a little bit before about my challenges with mental health and and how that sort of you know in a roundabout way took me on this on this trajectory to where we are today. And I think the one thing that I would love for I wish that everybody knew and that they often will find out very quickly as they start working with myself and the other coaches at Life Puzzle is that you're in charge of your mind and therefore your results. And so while we may not always be able to control the things that happen outside we always have a choice around the meaning that we assign and that can be empowering or disempowering. And so a simple way of saying that is that I can't control the wind, but I can absolutely adjust my sails. And when people recognize this, it doesn't matter what challenge or what situation they're faced with in any context, they have more resources to be able to adapt and to overcome because they recognize that they're pulling their power back rather than actually giving it to someone else or being at the effect or a victim to a situation or a person or a circumstance. So you are in charge of your mind and therefore your results just the same way that I'm in charge of my mind and therefore my results too. So that's that's what I'd love for everybody to embrace. Fantastic. I absolutely love that. And I know there's so many topics and so many things. We're going to absolutely have to do this again at some stage soon because uh, uh, there's a lot to explore, but I really appreciate your time and and uh, and taking us a little bit through your own journey as well, because I think that's understanding what makes people like yourself tick uh, really um, empowers others to go on that journey with you. And uh, I definitely encourage people, as we'll, as I said, we'll include lots of information in the show notes, encouraging people to follow you on, on LinkedIn in particular and, uh, and get a hold of the book because uh, I think it'll make a huge difference to a lot of people. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. I've had an absolute ball. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Andel, and everyone stay tuned for the next episode of BizBytes. BizBytes is brought to you by ComTogether for all your marketing needs so you can build your brand, engage audiences on multiple platforms. Go to comtogether.com.au, follow the links to book an appointment for a free consultation.